It's that time. This is the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is finding the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, SleepyJ underscore pregame. And I'm joined by the golf guru himself, Uncle Dave, better known as Dave Essler. You guys can find him on Twitter as well, at Dave underscore Essler. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. Well, Uncle Dave, here we go again. Another week closer to the NBA and MLB restart. And we have ourselves yet another golf tournament coming up this week. Got to ask you, Uncle Dave, because I'm doing it actually myself. Are you starting to mark down the days now on your calendar for the MLB and NBA restart? Well, the easy answer would be yes, but the right answer is no. And I'll tell you why. I mean, I, I've looked at it and I know when they start, but, and I got this fresh in my head because I just had finished a podcast with someone else about the NFL and, you know, there's just too many variables out there. You know, guys that may or may not play, guys that may or may not get sick. And, and uh, you know, I kind of know when it is, but, you know, I'm not ready to hop on any of those lines yet because, you know, bad things can happen. It's like I told the the last podcast I did, I said, you know, suppose you got the Seattle Seahawks at, at uh, minus three and a half at home to the 49ers. And on Thursday, all of a sudden, Russell Wilson tests positive and then you're stuck with uh, Geno Smith at plus four and a half. So, you know, I'm not really counting down the days. Um, you know, any any work I would do now could be could be ruled ineligible by the time they actually start playing in baseball. You know, they MLB came out and, or MILB came out and canceled all the minor league seasons today. So, you know, I you know I, I think I put something on Twitter of you know it used to be it ain't over till it's over, and now it's it isn't started till it starts. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go. Oh my God! It's only X number of hours um, until they actually tip off a ball. I don't know about you. You know, my thoughts were kind of along the lines with what you're thinking. You know, Uncle Davis is, is why? Why am I gonna put my money um, at risk right now? Because I'm thinking that this is gonna happen or that's gonna happen. And quite frankly, I don't think anybody knows a damn thing about what's gonna happen. And if you're betting on football games right now, week one, week two, whatever the case might be, or even some of these NBA games, you know, we don't know who's playing. I mean, players are starting to sit out each and every week, and you also have the possibility that they test positive. So, you know, the opportunity is there, you know, for you to go ahead and pick a really solid game, but the opportunity is there as well for you to end up with a ticket that's just absolutely horrible. I think one of the things I was kind of thinking, Uncle Dave, over the last couple of days is, I would rather make a future wager right now because I know that if something bad happens to the season, well, the ticket's going to get canceled. And I would rather have a ticket get canceled versus a ticket that actually gets played and I'm stuck with this horrible bet. There's no way to go ahead and cancel that. And it's going to be super hard, you know, if you end up on the wrong side of a ticket where, you know, you could even hedge out to go ahead and get a decent amount of money back on your ticket. So um, I'm, I'm kind of treading lightly, but. As I said, you know, I am marking down the days to the MLB and NBA restart. I just hope to God that we get sports back um, fully with the professional leagues. But with that said, Uncle Dave, you know, we got a golf tournament coming up this week. This will be our fourth PGA tournament since we returned back to action from the COVID shutdown. Again, a decent feel for this Rocket Mortgage Classic that will take place at the Detroit Golf Club in Detroit, Michigan. Now, this is the tour's second event at this location last year. An unfamiliar name, Longshot, took home the hardware as Nate Lashley posted an eye-popping minus 25 at this course. And 
His current odds to go ahead and repeat this year have him right around 150 to 200 to 1. Uncle Dave, I'm guessing you don't have any Nate Lashley tickets in your pocket to go ahead and repeat again this year. I don't. You know, that. not only did he post a minus 25, I believe second was only 18 or 19. So, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a very dramatic Sunday afternoon. Um, but I do have a couple of long shots that are probably worth a dollar. Brian Stewart, you know, I played him 10 to 1 to finish top 10. He's been playing steadily better in all three tournaments, and he's had two top 10s this year. So I could totally justify having him at plus 1,000. And if you want to get greedy and you want to get risky, he's 125 to 1 to win, and he's 20 to 1 to finish top five. I'm not willing to go quite that far, but. At, at 10 to 1 to finish top 10, I think he's got a real chance. You know, there's only six of the top 20 guys here. And obviously, if anybody's looked at the odds, you know, you basically have uh, Bryson is like minus uh, plus 650, I mean, minus 137 to finish top 10. So I don't see a lot of value there. Uh, Webb and Terrell Hatton are both uh, 11 to 1 and 14 to 1. But, you know, after that, it gets fairly dicey. And if you assume that one of those guys doesn't, I mean, if Bryson wins, well, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put money on that, nor does anybody need me to tell them that he's got a good chance of winning. Uh, but if he doesn't or Webb doesn't, you know, it's almost anybody's field. I think they, they got six of the top 20. So, you know, this could be one of those, one of those ones where somebody does come out of nowhere. I threw a little bit on him. Uh, I also threw a little bit on Kyle Stanley at 100 to 1. Um, is he going to win? Probably not. If he did, um, you guys would never hear the end of it. But uh, at plus 800 top 10, I think that's got a real good chance. And a guy like Sam Burns, who's been playing really well of late, is uh, 10 to 1 to finish top 10. So those are about the longest shots I'm willing to take right now. You know, I want to avoid the long shot winner in this one just because I have a feeling that I'm not going to get it right. And when you said dicey, I was thinking about the pick that I'm actually going to give out here. And I think this is a dicey pick, but I wanted to give us a little bit of a cushion. I think that's probably take Brent Snedeker to go ahead and place in the top 30 or top 40. Now, the top 40 is right around even money, but top 30, you can go ahead and get him at like plus 150. He played here well last year, Uncle Dave. As he finished in the top five, he posted some scores last year, I think like 65, 67. So he went low and he hasn't really started out all that great this season. But if you went back to last week at the Travelers, you know, he shot four straight rounds of par or better. So I think Snedeker's starting to get his game to come back around. And I think that this course, you know, obviously he played there last year. And, and a lot of these golfers are probably really unfamiliar being this is only second time around that they'll be on this course. Maybe I can go ahead and sneak, you know, a plus 150 or an even money ticket in here with Snedeker. Yeah, I can see that, Sleepy. And as I said, you know, once you get past those top few guys that, you know, everybody and their brother will be betting on, you know, it's pretty wide open. You know, I mean, any one of these guys have probably shot a 61 or 62 in their career. Um, the thing about this course is it, it is fairly narrow. I guess if you, if you suck, they're all narrow. But um, I did throw a little bit on Kevin Na at 45 to 1 to win and plus 450 top 10. Uh, and I think there's a lot of value there because he didn't play well at the Charles Schwab. 
Um, he missed the cut, and then he took Hilton Head off, and he came back to the Travelers last week, and he finished fifth, and he had four rounds of, I believe, 67 or under. So it was a very quiet fifth. And the guys, 14th and FedEx Cup points, which don't forget this is a shortened season, so FedEx Cup points are, are that much more valuable. They don't have an exponential number of tournaments to try to make it back. And the thing I like about him, he's an above average in driving accuracy. He's an above average putter. And he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I love guys that don't beat themselves. And on this course, it's fairly tight. Um, I, I just had a, a conversation with Steve Hennessy of Golf Digest. I uh, threw a little bit on Jason Day at plus 500 to finish top 10. And he didn't want any part of it uh, because Day is so erratic off the tee. And this is a tight course. So there's another one that I actually put a couple dollars on. A guy like Tony Finau, I think, has some value at 22 to 1. I think he's kind of been forgotten. Uh, he, he missed the cut last week, but he shot two rounds in the 60s. So it's not like he shot nine over. So you look back at what he's done since the return, nine of 10 rounds under 70. Uh, and for the three, uh, for those 10 rounds, he's minus 23. The guy makes 77% of his cuts over his career. You know, you want to at least get your guy in the weekend and then anything can happen. Um, I don't love him because he's not the greatest driver in the field. But he is 30th in greens in regulation, and he's 17th in putting and putts inside of 10 feet. So at 22 to 1, again, it goes back to, you know, if it's not Bryson, if it's not Webb, um, who else has a chance? And I, I think Fino does. I certainly think Fino has a shot at this course, Uncle Dave. This is going to be a flat course, and as you mentioned, you know, we do have some narrow fairways here. And as I was looking, Uncle Dave, I actually went through and I looked at some of the photos of this venue and I noticed that there are just some big massive trees that line these fairways and I fell on a guy who actually I think is going to benefit due to his driving accuracy right now Doc Redman is ranked like 13th in driving accuracy and I think that that's one of the things that helped him out last year at this course he was able to keep it in the middle of the fairway and away from those big oaks on the left and right side now here's a couple wages I'm going to give you guys Redman last year he finished second at this tournament and I think he's going to make the cut here, Uncle Dave. Minus 200. So you got to eat a little bit of chalk here. But I feel really confident that he's going to come back into this tournament this year and do rather well. So I feel pretty comfortable that he'll go ahead and make the cut this year. He's made four straight cuts. And he's made eight out of his last nine cuts. So I feel pretty comfortable here. But my main reason for taking him is he's improving since we've come back from COVID. He had a 58th place finish at the Charles Schwab. 21st at the RBC, and then he just finished 11th last week at the Travelers. So I feel pretty good that Doc Redman will go ahead and make the cut here at minus 200. So I'll give you guys that one. And Uncle Dave, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this one out there, my long shot. I'll take Redman to go ahead and lead after the first round. Reason being, you know, last year at this tournament, he shot a 68, 67, 67, 67. So he was consistent. And I think that there's a chance that, you know, maybe potentially he goes low. And if we throw a little bit of pizza money on 60 to 1, cashes our 60 to 1 ticket, we'll be quite happy about that. With that said, Uncle Dave, the last one I'll give you here with Doc Redman, plus 225 to go ahead and make the top 20. It's not that I feel that I'm reaching with that one, Uncle Dave. I I, I actually feel pretty confident that he's going to be there um, with the way that he's been playing. And I feel if I'm getting plus 225 to go ahead and crack the top 20, that I'm getting a decent bargain. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's in that group of, of quite a few guys that can do well, and unfortunately we, we can't put money on all of them. Um, I, I 
I'm just hoping that for your sake, Doc Redmond doesn't test positive Thursday night after shooting a, a 62 or something. Um, but then I guess that'd be good to cash your first round leader. But I'm going to tell you who's going to be the first round leader. I took Terrell Hatton 25 to one to be the first round leader. You know, we, we know how good he is. We've been on him a couple of weeks ago and he can win, but I think that's a safer bet. And I'll tell you why the big advantage he has here. He's got an early tee time, which more often than not is beneficial, especially in round one, they get out there before the weather kicks up, before the breeze kicks up. And, and I do like to take guys in that position uh, to lead. So that's my, my prop bet I'll throw in there. I'm, I'm still working on head-to-heads, and as usual, I'll tweet them out or, you know, people DM me all the time. Um, I try to find head-to-heads that are kind of widely available. You know, some books have have ones I really like, but others, that, you know, may be obscure. Um, so I don't like to give those out unless it's something I think people can find. Um, or or books like that online have all the sort of major ones, but a lot of the prices are, are kind of skewed. So I, I kind of laid off for the time being. I want to see if the market moves them at all in the direction that I want them to move in. Um, so that's where I'm at as of Tuesday night, guys. You know, you brought up head-to-heads, Uncle Dave, and that was my lone winner last week as I cashed Sergio Garcia over Ian Poulter. And I think that that win, Uncle Dave, kind of got me confident going into this week that once those head-to-heads come out and I can start digging through the matchups, then I'm going to find myself another winner. And as you said, we'll go ahead and we'll post, you know, any of our head-to-heads or our prop plays on our Twitter pages. And as well, if you guys haven't noticed on pregame.com, Uncle Dave and I, we've been doing videos here and there. If you guys are looking for a little bit of a recap from this podcast, you can check out our golf videos that we posted at pregame.com. But before we go ahead and close, I have a bet here from the Hitman. He's going to go ahead and talk about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All right. So you're probably going to have to have a lot of books to be able to get down on this. But if you do have access to it, I absolutely love this bet. And that's to play the over in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. For the men's, we want over 71 and a half. And for the women's, we want over 37 and a half. Now, the handicap to this for the men's and the women's is the fact that there's going to be air conditioning for the first time because the event is going to be indoors and multiple competitive eaters have all came out and said that this is a huge advantage for the eaters as the heat and humidity on July 4th when they're outdoors affects their ability to eat all these hot dogs. So that's reason one. And reason two is that for, especially for the women's practice reports have Mickey Sudo getting to 50 hot dogs with time to spare in the 10 minute time frame that they're going to be competing in. A lot of this news has gotten out. So the line has been steamed at a lot of shops, but there's still a few that still have it at 71 and a half, 37 and a half. If you can find it, bet it. All right, guys. So there you go. Some sound information there from the hitman. As he said, make sure you guys go ahead and dig through all your books to go ahead and try to find those wagers. Well, that's it guys. That's our podcast for this week. I'm Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, SleepyJ underscore pregame. And he's the golf guru, Uncle Dave, known as Dave Esler. You guys can find him on Twitter as well, Dave underscore Esler. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck this week. Enjoy the games.